0: Hey! Hello, everybody. Welcome to a new week in November, almost Thanksgiving. In fact, it's Thanksgiving week. Only a few days, and hopefully you have Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday off. If not, you should call out on Friday. Because I know, I worked a lot of Fridays after Thanksgiving, and it always sucked. It kind of ruined the end of the day, because it's like uh, everybody else is relaxing, unbuttoning their pants, falling asleep on the couch. And you're worried about going to work the next day, you know, it's worth it, man. Just like call out sick, tell them your car hit a water buffalo, whatever it takes. But uh, you should take the four days off, you know, then you get your work in and then it's Christmas break, you know, because February is going to suck. So you might as well take a break now while it's not snowing, you know. So it's a nice week. Um, I'm a little sluggish today, like a wet sponge. I don't know. Uh, My shoulder's actually a little sore from lifting the boxes at Chewy today, so it was just like a Monday, you know? Like, I feel like Monday. Um, I really enjoyed, like, watching all the games yesterday. And then when I wake up on Monday, it's sort of like I'm all jumbled up and, like, um, I have to get back into the swing of things. And the only way I can do that on a Monday morning is just, like, go through the motions and tell myself, like, this is something I got to do, you know? Um, I mean, there's days when I feel pretty excited i guess (laughs) not excited but like okay with going to work on monday but today was just one of those mondays i mean i would even go as far as saying i had a bit of a case of the mondays you know and i try to give myself an attitude adjustment uh, but sometimes it just doesn't take you know so you just got to do it and then like you know you just got to do it really i mean that's what i keep telling myself well you just do it and then it'll be over at some point but yeah, my shoulders are kind of sore. I think um, I had to do a lot of heavy lifting this morning. Um, speaking of heavy lifting, the uh, my game of the week um, that I really liked was the Bengals coming off of um, the bye week because they had lost two games going into the bye week. They had lost to the Jets, for God's sakes. And um, nobody was talking about the Bengals. It was sort of like the same old Bengals. And I kind of understand that because it is the Bengals The Bengals are a lot like the Jets. Um, But I also remembered um, seeing uh, their quarterback play pretty well. Um, Joe Burrow definitely had a good game against the Steelers, and he had a bad game against Cleveland. Um, But he's still pretty young. You know, I I personally like him better than Cleveland's quarterback. Um, In fact, I think Joe Burrow is the best quarterback in the division as far as like a... um, you know, just like a classic drop-back quarterback. Because it's impossible to really compare Burrow and the Ravens quarterback, you know. Um, it's it's just totally different. With Burrow, you put a system around him. And with the Ravens, you just let that guy make plays, you know. I mean, they, there is a system. And the system it has a lot of running in it, you know. But uh, he's a guy that gets out of the pocket and makes plays, you know. And that's how he's going to make his money. And so far, he hasn't gotten really hurt doing it, you know. Um, not unlike the um, the Eagles quarterback this year. Um, he gets out of the pocket and makes plays. Um, whereas when they had Carson Wentz, you know, he wasn't doing that. Wentz wasn't in a good headspace last year. Um, and you know what? Um, the Indianapolis Colts just lambasted Buffalo. And I got that one way wrong. I thought Buffalo was going to blow them out. Um, just crushed them, right? And now the Colts are in the playoff hunt, um, possibly... Um, looking to win that division because I don't think Tennessee is going to finish very strong. And that was even before they lost to Houston. I'm like, eh, their quarterback's not that great. Their running back is hurt. Um, You know, they have a good defense, but a lot of teams have good defenses. And I'm just not excited about Tennessee anymore, not not with um, Henry going down. Um, I think that quarterback is okay if Henry's in the game, just like Carson Wentz is okay. Um, because they have the best running back in football, but I don't know. I think a guy like um, Joe Burrow, um, and you know he was drafted number one, and that doesn't really mean anything because the guy that was drafted number one this year, I think, blows. Um, you know, I, I get that he's on um, Jacksonville and Jacksonville didn't win any games last year. But I just watched the guy, and he just doesn't look like an NFL quarterback, you know? Maybe it's because he's real tall or whatever, but he looks real slow, and, you know, his arm uh, is very predictable, you know? I think that maybe the guys with, like, quicker movements do better in the NFL because he, um, you you always know where he's going, you know? And it's like, uh, you know, he's just waiting to throw a pick six. So I don't think the quarterbacks drafted this year look good at all. I mean, uh, the guy for the Bears did okay coming back in the Steelers and then he he just shit the bed yesterday and got hurt. You know. Um obviously the guy the Jets drafted is not good. And then I think it's obvious even though they made him sound like he was the best player ever, you know, since like Dan Marino or whatever. Um I don't think the Jacksonville quarterback is much good. Um, but I do think Joe Burrow can be good. Um, and, you know, the thing I liked about Cincinnati going into this game was um, uh, they did lose those two games and everybody had given up on them. But the Bengals have a running back one uh, in um, uh, Jim, Jum, Jum, Jam. I don't know. I know the guy. But uh, they have a, um, a decent wide receiver who they drafted number five last year. And they have... Um, uh, Mick Joe Mixon that's it's Joe Mixon and Joe Burrow and that's why it was hard to remember uh, and they drafted that uh, receiver number five in the game uh, in the draft so I like the Bengals but I think that this game coming up against Pittsburgh is a big game for the Bengals I mean it's not a big game for Pittsburgh because Pittsburgh is going to end up probably eight eight and one which is very frustrating for the fans Because it's not bad enough to get a a high pick and take like, you know, whichever quarterback you want. And it's not good enough to make the playoffs. And they've been like that over the last four or five years, like pretty mediocre. I mean, last year they started out like gangbusters and then they came down. um, They really came down hard. Um, There were other years that they did really good. Um, But, you know, they haven't really made that run in quite a while. Uh, and I certainly don't blame the coach, other than maybe the coach is too good to, to be bad. And you have to be bad in the NFL for a couple of years to get good. Um, unless you're New England, because uh, they got rid of a lot of their cap room. And um, Bill Belichick was smart enough to find defensive players in free agency that could fit into his system. Um, but Bill Belichick is the only one that can do that successfully. I mean, nobody can build a team out of free agency. Um, but that guy's like inhuman, you know? Um, so it is impressive what uh, what the Patriots have done, you know, with only getting bad like one year. But with Pittsburgh, um, you know, they have a lot of holes. Uh, they have a lot of positions they need to upgrade. Like I've said before, like their linebackers and their safeties haven't been great. They've missed a lot of tackles um, in the last couple of weeks uh, against Detroit. Um, and then last night, um, they just missed tackles in the secondary, you know, when guys break and then guys are breaking big plays a lot easier than they should be. I mean, there was a lot of big plays for, um, the chargers that were just way too easy, right? You can't give someone a 50 yard play that easily without even being touched without anybody near them. And then when they did get near them, they didn't always bring them down. You know, they didn't always make the tackle, um, especially in that Detroit drive, that one where they just ran the ball the whole time and just didn't even have to throw the ball because their quarterback's awful. Um, but, you know, despite the fact that they tied Detroit and um, lost to the Chargers, you know, I think we all knew that they weren't that good anyway, even when they were winning, like their, their, their win streak. Um, so I don't know where the Steelers go, man. I mean, they're in such a bad spot. They got so many positions they need to upgrade. Um, they have... Um, You know, not like a ton of draft picks like the Miami Dolphins or something like that, you know, or or even the Eagles. You know, they haven't overloaded on draft picks. Uh, The um, running back they drafted, Najee Harris, has been a disappointment. And you could blame him or you could blame the line. But either way, he's been a disappointment, you know. Um, He hasn't been as good as Joe Mixon, you know. He's not as good as Nick Chubb and some of the other guys in the division. So... Um, and you used your number one draft pick on him when you had all these other needs. So it sounded good at the time. Uh, all the fans wanted them to draft Najee. But, I mean, you never know how a guy's going to perform in the, um, in the NFL, you know, just because they were good in college. Um, and it just shows you with, uh, you know, with the quarterback for um, the Jets and Jacksonville. You never know at any position how these guys are going to do. Um, so... The Steelers really have to figure out like they might have to have a talk with Mike Tomlin and say, look, we got to we're going to have to tank or something like that. You know, we're going to have to rebuild. We're just going to have to cut ties with, um, you know, with Roethlisberger and just we know we're going to lose. So we'll just throw out a quarterback that's going to lose us some games, you know, and we're going to come back and win some Super Bowls in three or four years down the road. Um, so, but, um, I do think this is a big game for the Bengals because the Steelers have been a team that stands in the Bengals way for the last 20 years. Um, they've crushed the Bengals constantly. Uh, when the Bengals made the playoffs a couple times, the Steelers just bamboozled them, you know? Um, so, and they haven't done well in the playoffs. That's why they fired their last coach. But, um, you have these new guys for the Bengals you know these youngish guys like Burrow and Mixon and particularly the receiver um that this team has a chance to show that they're for real uh and they're a four four point favorite over Pittsburgh next Sunday um so we'll just see what happens you know I think it's going to be a good game like I'm definitely going to watch that game uh and I don't watch all the Steelers games like I'm not a fan or whatever but um because I do a Pittsburgh podcast, I've been following the Steelers more than usual. Um, the games that I enjoyed yesterday, I mean, I think it's obvious. The, uh, um, the Minnesota game over Green Bay was the game of the day by far. There were some blowouts yesterday. Um, the Browns game was like watching paint dry, you know. Uh, the Washington football team game was close. But how can you get excited about watching those two teams? Um, so the only team, the only game that was really great that lived up to its billing was Minnesota over Green Bay. And then after that, you'd have to say um, the uh, Kansas City game, because Kansas City's defense really stepped it up, and they've put together a winning streak now, and they look like a Super Bowl contender again. So um, So there you have it with football. Um, as far as baseball goes, Uh, The Pirates did sign somebody. Now, he hasn't passed his physical yet. And the reason I say that is because it might be a tough physical to pass. Um, They always say pending physical, but this guy has had a lot of um, issues with health. Uh, He used to be like a top-notch pitcher. Um, Well, first he was all about the stuff, and then he actually became a top-notch pitcher. And he was a replacement player to the All-Star team a few years back. Uh, that was either with the White Sox or the Cubs. Uh, I'm not sure. I know most of his years with the Cubs were disappointing. And then last year, somebody signed him for 8 mil, um, and he was disappointing. So now he's taken a $2 million contract. And who knows if the guy's healthy for him to take a contract like that. I mean, I know, I get it's a prove, prove it year. But if nobody's willing to offer this guy more than $2 bucks, you know, there's definitely some... Uh, some warts on that frog you know what i mean he's got a lot to overcome now i'm hopeful that he does well but first he's got to pass the physical so i mean that's that's what it is you know like i said he signed for two million and if you're going to retain chad cool he's going to cost you three million so that should tell you a little bit of a little bit about what you got there but um he is something i mean he would fit into the um rotation probably as your number five starter this year so uh so Quintana, we'll see if you ever put on a Pirates uniform. Um, we'll see how that physical goes. Uh, hopefully better than the physical for um, Rocker, who was drafted by the Mets and then had to go back into the draft. So, uh, yeah, it's a good thing the Pirates didn't draft Rocker, which, remember, it was tank for Kumar for a while. Um, I was also thinking about, with baseball, um, extensions, right? So I'm every every day that goes by, I'm a little bit less confident that the Pirates are going to extend Brian Reynolds this offseason. And it's more like, um, it's more like a gut-feeling thing. Like They're not really putting out. I haven't seen any rumors that they're talking to him. You know what I mean? And you know how MLB Trade Rumors is just desperate for things to talk about this kind of year? Um, there have been rumors that Tampa Bay is trying to extend their young stars, and there haven't been any rumors that the Pirates – Um, have been trying to extend Brian Reynolds. So uh, I'm thinking, you know, some people mentioned that maybe they should trade, maybe they should extend O'Neal Cruz instead. And I wouldn't do that. I'm still not confident that O'Neal Cruz isn't the kind of guy that needs some motivation for one. Number two, we have no idea if he could hit major league pitching. Uh, And number three, we just don't even know how he's good defensively. So he could be a big time bust. You know, he's still... Like they say, high ceiling, low floor kind of guy. Um, until he puts a couple years together in the in the MLB, so even though the fans are very high on him, that doesn't mean that he's going to be um, a superstar in the major leagues. So I would definitely hold off on him. But I would be confident. Like if you want to extend somebody that doesn't have major league experience, I would go with Nick the Stick. I mean the um, the performance that he put together in the Arizona Fall League was enough to convince me that he will hit major league pitching because he, um, he was one of the best hitters in the league and he faced guys that are um, older. He faced guys that are prospects. Um, he faced major league type guys and he dominated. So that's the guy that I would extend, you know, if you're into that, you know, if you're into extending guys. Um, for instance... Yeah, uh, it might be a big public relations snafu not to sign Brian Reynolds for for whatever reason you don't want to extend him. Uh maybe because you already have him for 4 years um and he's going to be 30, you know. Uh maybe you don't feel like you have to extend him. So if you don't extend Reynolds and uh god, you hope that they don't trade Reynolds, right? But if they don't extend Reynolds, then I think it would be an olive branch to the fans if you extend Nick the Stick. Because if you extend him, you could start him right away in the majors next year. You know, he's your second baseman. And you don't have to worry about a competition between um, Rodolfo Castro and Chavis and all that stuff. He could go right into being your second baseman and just take his lumps. Because the guy's got a lot of confidence. And we don't know how bad those lumps would be, you know. And they could work on, um, and I'm not saying this is going to happen, but I would consider this, considering how good he did in the... uh, um, in the Arizona Fall League, if you give him a major league contract, which is what you would do if you extend him, you'd buy out his arbitration years and add on a couple years. You could start him in the majors, and he could play with O'Neill Cruz. And if O'Neill Cruz does stick, you know, then you got your um, your middle infielders of the future playing together. You know, so you know, I kind of like that idea. Um, if you're going to extend somebody. Uh, and it's not Reynolds, you should extend Nick the stick um, you already made a um uh, an offer to um key Brian Hayes, but I would make another offer to him. Why not? you know he got hurt this year, maybe he's willing to um to do that you know maybe it made him think about what if I get hurt you know what if I want some guaranteed money kind of thing so if you do that, then you have. Possibly three of your four infield of the future playing in 2022. And I think that would sell some tickets. Um, You know, I think people would come out to watch Nick the Stick. And then if O'Neill Cruz starts hitting tape measure home runs, I think some people would come out to see that, you know? Um, And then those three would be playing in your infield. And the only thing you would need is your first baseman. And they don't know who their first baseman of the future is going to be. They don't even know if they're going to have Mason Martin anymore. Um, so I would say most likely to be your first baseman of the future is probably N.D. Rodriguez. And we know that he's a few years away. So, um, but you could have three out of four of your infielders, and then you could have, you could have one of your outfielders in um, Brian Reynolds. And then you could sort of start thinking more about pitching. Because the only pitcher we have long term that I think might be part of the future is um, uh, Bryce. And I think Bryce Wilson is more of a middle, like a third, number three pitcher. I love him, but I think he's probably more of a number three pitcher. And then we have some maybe guys. I don't consider Mitch Keller a maybe guy anymore. You know, I would just dump him at this point or give him a change of scenery or something. Um, Because Mitch Keller does not bring fans to the stadium either you know it's like oh Mitch Keller's pitching let's just stay at the bar you know let's just go shoot pool or whatever you know let's not go see the Pirates but uh you know we need it's we've seen enough of that guy he's not um uh, you know whoever he's not going to become much I don't think at this point but I think that they're going to keep running him out there if I'm guessing what they're going to do I think they're going to keep running him out there um, Baker is probably a number four or five at best. I don't think there's any question about that, but he could improve. Um, and then Rowanzi Contreras and Burroughs, they could be top of the rotation starters, but we just don't know yet. But we do like how they performed in the Arizona Fall League. And then if Mladinski is going to become a reliever, you know, like they did in the Arizona Fall League, he would be a nice setup guy for, um... Uh, for the Pittsburgh kid that they got. So, I mean, you could be looking at um, some of the building blocks coming up to this team by the end of next year. So that's just what I was thinking about with baseball, you know. Some people were talking about extending O'Neal Cruz. I wouldn't do that. People are talking about extending Brian Reynolds. I'm not sure that's going to happen. And I would extend, um, if you can't extend those guys or you're not going to extend Reynolds... I would go with Nick the Stick over Cruz. So that's a really quick Monday, but I wanted to get a little bit of podcast out there. Uh, I I would say if you hate the Bengals, um, you want to beat them this Sunday if you're a Steelers fan because uh, this is a big game for the Bengals, a really big game for them to show that it's not the same old Bengals. All right, peace out.